learn how to build your faith in God's Word, and live a life of 100% victory, 100% of the time. As you listen to the Senior Pastor, Davis Christian Center, Pastor Kingsley Okunkwo, and expect God's Word to work for you. Come on, give the Lord a big shout. Come on. Give him a praise. You are great, Lord. We honor you and worship you this morning. We are glad to be called your own. We are glad to be your children. We are glad to serve a mighty, mighty, mighty God. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, we have worship. Woo! One more time, make a joyful noise. Glory. Woo! Hallelujah. Praise God. Please take your seat this morning. Hallelujah. We are going on with the series, Fight for Your Future. Hallelujah. Fight for your future. Fight for your future future. And we said that we are taking this series firstly from the life of Joseph because he was a young boy that fought for his future and actualized his dreams. All right, Joseph started at the age of 17. We'll see that later. But basically, we're using the life of Joseph to see how you can go from being nothing to something. You can go from being you know, insignificant to being significant. Then I'm also going to be using um, a bit of my own story also, you know. That's why we, we showed you some pictures last week. The, the concept is that in case you don't know Joseph, or you can say Joseph didn't live in your own time, well, I'm here to show you also that these things work, these principles work. And my desire is to see that your dreams come to pass. And that is also God's desire. In fact, God says, I have plans for you. I have plans for you. Hallelujah. Yes, let's look at that text scripture. It says, I alone know the plans I have for you. Plans to bring you what? Prosperity and not disaster. Plans to bring about what? Future you hope for. So God has plans for you. That is so much good news. Are you here, somebody? That is such good news. Nigeria might not have plans for you, but God has plans for you. Are you here, somebody? Maybe you are here, your parents don't have plans for you, but God has plans for you. Okay, so last week we started that if you are going on this journey, fighting for your future, the first thing is to have a relationship with God. That's the first thing. That's the foundation, having a relationship with God. And we saw in the life of Joseph, everything about him was about God. They said, and God was with him. And God was with him. Everybody that walked with him also noticed that God was with him. God was with him. And they said he was a prosperous man. Look at it here. He said, and his master saw that the Lord was with him, and the Lord made all that he did know. I want to where they said, and, um, and God was with him, and he was a prosperous man. Okay, um, he said, and the Lord was with who? Joseph. And he was what? Prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master. He was a slave 
But they said because God was with him, he was a prosperous man. Is there any slave here today? Can I see your hand? Any slave here? So none of you are slaves. That means all of you here are better than Joseph, but he was called the prosperous man because God was with him. That's all you need, guys. That's all you need. I don't know what situation you are in. I don't know what you're facing. I don't even know where you came from today. It doesn't matter. If God is with you, right there where you are, you will start to prosper. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You will start to prosper. All you need is to be sure of your relationship with God. So if you are not born again, you need to get born again. I'll pray with you at the end of the service. Now, if you're already born again, you need to actually grow in the things of God. There are many people that are, you know, born again in quotes, but there is no sign of Christianity in them. No, I mean, no, no fruits of the Christian life. They, 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 they have not learned how to practice the spiritual exercises. They, 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 they don't have a prayer life. And when we say prayer life, prayer is not about telling God your problems or telling God what you want. That's not what, we, we, that's not what prayer is. Prayer is about fellowshipping with God. In other words, um, hanging out with God. You are talking with God. Because that is where the action is. You see, it's not what you tell God that matters. It's what God tells you that matters. Does somebody understand what I'm saying? So many people are too combat in prayer to just tell God things. God already knows. But perhaps your father knows that you have need of these things. When you are calling, if you want to, um, you know, order something, it's not what you are saying that is important. It's what they are saying because that's when they, you know that they've received your order and they will tell you when and how you will pick it up. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. But what, what many people think prayer is, 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 a, is a complaining line. Just call God, hey God, you know things are tough now. I find your boy something now. I said to your boy, you know what's up now? That's, that's not what prayer is. Prayer is that you are interacting and talking with God. You, ha- you actually have a, a relationship with God. You're not praying because somebody will mark your assignment. You're not praying because somebody will check if you pray today. You're not praying because you feel guilty that you didn't pray. That's not what it's about at all. It's about fellowship. You're talking to God because he's your friend. You're in a relationship with him and he's with you. And you're talking with him. It helps you build the consciousness of God being with you. And no matter what situation you are in, you might be unemployed now, it doesn't move me. You might be broken now, it doesn't move me. You might be single now, it doesn't move me. If God is with you, you'll be fine. Somebody getting what I'm saying? I say, and God was with Joseph. God was with Joseph. And he was a prosperous man. How can a slave be prosperous? Because when you have God, you have everything. So that's, that's the beginning, guys. That's the beginning. So let's get that straight. Everybody that walked with Joseph, all, all, all of them saw that God was with him. I don't even know how they saw it. Maybe they saw his godly lifestyle. They saw the fact that he had a relationship with God. They all saw it. Potiphar saw it. Um, the, 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 you see where Potiphar saw it? And the master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper. Do you understand? Potiphar, his boss, saw that God was with him. All of you here, can people around you tell that God is with you? Can they tell? You might not be rich. See, many people... Um, in those days, that saw when I, I, I started the fellowship and everything, you know, many of them probably didn't think it was serious. But some years later, we were not even successful in quotes in the eyes of men, but many of them could tell that, you know, this guy has something. They need to be able to tell now, before you even manifest, that they, there's a hope you have. There's, there's something about you. There's something about you. Smith Wigglesworth used to say that at that time, that... He, he, he used to be a plumber. He, he was a great man of God that has passed now. But many years ago, he, he used to be a plumber. 
before he became a pastor, but he was so filled with the Holy Ghost, so joyful, that whenever people called him to come and do the plumbing work in the house, they, 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 they saw the joy, they saw the, that presence of God around him. And they were asking, why are you so happy? You know, you are doing a lowly job, and you are so happy. You see, that's the difference. When you have God, doesn't matter what you are doing, you'll be a prosperous man. So Potiphar realized that God was with him. The person that handled um, the, the, his slave master, I mean his prison warder, when he went to prison, also saw. He said the keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his own hand because the Lord was what? With him. He saw that God was with him and that, and that which he did, the Lord made it toward prosper. How does somebody prosper in prison, my brother? You are not in prison. Is anybody in prison here? You are not in prison. How can Joseph be prospering in prison and you can't prosper in town? That I'm saying, if you have God, that's everything you need. If you have God. Now, even when he finally got to the palace, they called him to come and consult for them in the palace. And he was able to consult and interpreted the dream that they had. And he didn't only do that, he also gave them a solution to the problem that was coming. And he told them, look for a man that is discreet and wise that can fill this position. Pharaoh the king said, who else can we find that is like you, that is wise like you, and that has the spirit of God like you. So, every Pharaoh also, that he worked with, found out that he had this. So, everybody noticed God was with him. So, the question is, does, I mean, look at this. Now, therefore, let Pharaoh look out a man that is discreet and wise, and set him over the land of Egypt. Now, see what Pharaoh answered. DJ. He said, and Pharaoh said unto his servants, can we find such a one as this? A man in whom what? Spirit of God is. That's what I'm saying, guys. It doesn't matter the job you are doing. That job you are doing is not the problem. If God is with you, if, if you really pursue a relationship with God, I can't do that for you. I wish I could, but I can't. That was all Joseph had. That was all I had in those days. But I was too sure. Because when you have God, you are confident. See, Nigeria is not your problem. Now, Nigeria has many problems, and, and, and we need to deal with it. Thank God we're even doing NSAS and all that. That's great. But you need to realize that there are also poor people in America. Do you understand? That Nigeria is prosperous doesn't naturally, automatically transfer prosperity to you. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. There are poor people everywhere in the world, though. Like I said, dollar rate is not your problem. Fuel price is not really your problem. When fuel was low, me, I was broke. When dollar was 100 naira, I was poor. So it's not dollar that is my problem. You see, when you, when you have God with you, no matter the circumstances, God has a way of still elevating you. That's what happened to Joseph. So it's a real stuff. So today's zone, let me move to today's zone. So number one is God being with you. You develop a prayer life. You develop a study life. You know, you attend church. You, you, you grow in the things of the spirit. You actually take the word of God literally. You are not arguing with God's word. You are not arguing with God's wisdom. You know, you take God's word literally. You, 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 you have your own personal study life. You know, only when you come to church, you read Bible. No, no, no. You, you study the Bible on your own. You feed your spirit every day. It's not just when you come to church. You know, you feed your spirit every day. You, you, you study the word of God. We have um, um, 90 days with Jesus devotional. You follow those things so that you edify yourself spiritually. 
and you grow spiritually. So you, 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 you no longer are the pilot of your life. You let God take over your life. That's what, that's what growing spiritually means. Growing spiritually means, you know, God takes more control of your life. You take less control of your life. So you're no longer determining what happens in your life. You allow God to determine it. And you see, if God is the pilot of your life, the plane cannot crash. Somebody didn't hear what I said. Any crash destiny, it wasn't God driving. Oh, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. If your destiny crashed, it wasn't God driving, it was you driving. It's you that can't see ahead. God doesn't need GPS. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. So God is in eternity. He can see yesterday, he can see tomorrow, he can see next tomorrow, he can see next year, he can see next hundred years. So if there was any crash, it wasn't God driving. You were the one holding the steering. Hand over to him. When you are yielded to God, you no longer determine anything for your life. Your opinions are formed already because they are based on God's word. You can't be arguing that if I'm dating someone, should we have sex? We ask, the question you're asking shows you are still driving. Should I pay tight? Should I give? Yeah, you're still driving. When you are yielded to God, you have no arguments because the word of God is clear. The spirit of God is clear. Second thing that made Joseph prosper and second way you fight for your future, Genesis 37. Genesis 37. I'll start from verse 5. We're looking at how Joseph fought for his future. Now, Joseph was about 17 years old here. You'll see that in some earlier verses, but I'm just, I'm just trying to move quickly. It says, and Joseph dreamed what? A dream. Are you there, guys? Genesis 37, verse 5. And Joseph what? I can't hear you. And Joseph what? One more time. And Joseph what? Joseph dreamed a dream. (laughs) And he told it to his brethren. And they what? You see, people hate you more for your dreams than for anything else. You see, many people don't have dreams. That's why they hate people that have dreams. People don't even, they don't start hating you when you succeed. They start hating you when you have dreams. You intimidate them by having dreams. Joseph dreamed. You see, they were all just working for their father without a dream of the future. But Joseph was different. The Bible said Joseph dreamed the dream. And they hated him yet the more. Next verse. (laughs) Verse 6. And he said unto them, Here I pray you this dream which I have dreamed. Go on. For behold, we were binding sheaves in the field, and lo, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood around about it and made obeisance to my sheaf. Next verse. And his brethren said to him, Shall thou indeed reign over us? Or shall thou indeed have dominion over us? And they hated him yet the more. For what? His dreams and for his words. They hated him. For his dreams and for his words. Next verse. And he did what? I can't hear you. And he did what? See, don't let your haters make you stop dreaming. Don't make them, don't allow them to make you stop dreaming. Your dreams are all you have. He dreamed another dream and told it his brethren. And behold, I have dreamed a dream more. <laughs> you hated the first one. I've added more. Glory to God. He said, I've added more. <laughs> Behold, the sun and the moon and the eleven stars made obeisance to me. Wow. Next verse. And he told it even to his father and to his brethren. 
And his father rebuked him and said unto him, What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? Notice that his father rebuked him. What is this dream that thou hast dreamed? He said, Shall I and thy mother and thy brethren, because he, mother and father was all representing sun and the moon, he said, Shall I and uh, brethren indeed come to bow down ourselves to thee, on, to the earth? Next verse. He said, And his brethren did what? Envied him. But his father did what? Observed the same. His father was wiser. Even though the father rebuked him, the father observed. I can never forget too when I told my dad that I was going to be, go to ministry, I was going to be a pastor. Oh, he, he, and now the interesting thing was that I had just finished secondary school. I was a very bad boy before. I now became born again. I now got a call from God to do ministry. So I now said I was not even going to go to university. I was just going to go to Bible school. So my father didn't like the idea at all. He didn't like the idea that I wanted to do ministry at all. You see, so he was like this Joseph's father. He didn't like the idea. He said no. In fact, he took me to one of his friends that came from the UK. That was a big guy, good, rich guy from the U- that came from the UK to Nigeria to do, invest in Nigeria. So he was a well-to-do guy. So the guy sat me down and tried to talk me out of it. And I thanked him for his advice. Of course, I dropped it at the door when I was going. <laughs> That's why I'm here today. <laughs> but you see, many years after, when the dream was now speaking, it was now my dad that goes everywhere and tells people that, don't you know Pastor Kingsley? He's my son. my son. <laughs> he observed the same. <laughs> I get what I'm saying, guys. Your dream is all you have. So what is your dream? There are young guys here. What is your dream? You do yourself a disservice not to have dreams. You must have a dream. Joseph had a dream. You too must have a dream. And a dream mustn't be something that you get when you are sleeping. A dream can be something God inspires in your heart to do with your life. A dream, can, a, a dream is basically a picture of a desired future. A picture of a what? Desired future. So, where do you see yourself in the nearest future? Where do you see yourself long term? Many people don't yet know the power of dreams. Unfortunately, many people don't yet know the power of dreams. Most great people are exactly where they dreamed to be. They asked one woman that won Miss Universe, that how does it feel? Winning the Miss Universe or the Miss World, I can't remember which one. She said, it's very normal. He said, because I've been here many times. Because in her mind, she has won that thing many times. You have to be like that. Every great person gets there twice. They first get there in their mind before they get there physically. Are you here, somebody? What are your dreams? If you don't have dreams, your presence will swallow you. The thing that makes you walk through the difficulty of today is the picture of tomorrow. It's that vision of tomorrow that makes you survive the challenges of today. If not today, we swallow you. The stress of today, we swallow you. Whenever I hate how my present looks, I go into my future. 
Did you understand that? I say, whenever I'm tired of how my present looks, I transport, I teleport into my future. My future is always beautiful. Ah, if you see my future, you will like it. Even you will like it. If you see my future, you will like it. And you see, this place I am now was once the picture of my future. There was a time here was the picture of my future. Is somebody get what I'm saying? Now, every Sunday I come here to preach, in my mind, I'm already in the new site. In the new auditorium. <laughs> I get what I'm saying, somebody. That's how life is. Ah, maybe next Sunday I'll bring pictures of how, when we're sand filling this place. Because at the time we called all church members to come and help with the sand filling. So, all church members came then to sand fill. We have the pictures on my phone, I'll post it maybe next week. There was a time this whole place you are seeing that is paved everywhere. Some filling everywhere was um, mud, water. We were some filling it. <laughs> so it was once a dream. This place you are seeing was once a dream. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. In fact, I remember clearly when we still used to use Jam's Base. There was a, um, a, a, a an event place just at Apple Junction called Jam Base. Some of you know it. We used to use it then, and church was doing well. And some people came and said, Pastor, let's go and buy land. That there's one plot of land somewhere. I said, church, on one plot of land. Do you know what I said? That nah, We didn't have any money. Over. But I said, even my own house cannot be on one plot. You would think this boy, the boy isn't talking. As bank account. <laughs> it doesn't. Your dream is all you have. And your dream is valid. That's what I said. I said, even my own house can't be on one plot. How much more we can buy land for church for one plot? Never. And that's how we came here. Is this one plot of land? One plot of land. I don't know if you get what I'm saying, guys. Your dreams are all you have. You must dream. That means you have, a dream is not a goal. They are different. And people normally confuse them. Your dream is different from your goal. Your dreams is what determines your goals. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Your dreams determine your goals. Your goals are action steps. They are walkable steps. So your goals are usually something you can do for yourself. But your dreams, you can't bring it to pass by yourself. All you can do is to hold on to it, design it, determine it, but you can't usually make it happen because it's bigger than you. That's how you know. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. You can't determine your dream. I mean, you can't, you can't bring it to pass. You can only determine it. But there are, there are laws and rules governing effective dreaming. So that's where people, people confuse dreaming with uh, daydreaming, you know, or just wishes. They are different. They are different. If you follow the real principles of dreaming, they always come to pass. They what? Always come to pass. When it comes to a dream... It, is, it must be something you hold on to. So you don't change it every week. If you notice, Joseph kept dreaming the same what? Dream. He didn't change it because they hated him. In fact, when they hated him, he dreamed the more. You will hear them say he dreamed the more or he dreamed yet another. Same dream, but he dreamed it more. Many people, their dream changes based on dollar rates. Change on who is in government. One of the Test or rules of dreaming is that you can't change the dream. The dream needs time to cook. 
You can't keep changing it. It's like an it's like incubation. You must incubate it, and it must be. It's like it's like it's like when when chickens sit on their eggs. They need to sit there consistently. You can't stand up for one week and go and cruise. You must stay on it. Even come rain or shine, even when it looks bleak, even when it looks tough, you must stay consistent. It's like planting a seed on the ground, then you go and dig it up, check if it's germinating. Once you dig it up, it has what? Died. You must leave it there. Somebody gets what I'm saying? So, it must be consistent. Number two, you must constantly embrace the dream. So, it's not something that you forget with time. It's, it's, it's something that is there to you, that is real to you. It's a real thing. It's like a human being you converse with. What are your dreams? Another thing about your dream is that it cannot be selfish. You see, there are some basic rules. Your dream can't be, I dream to be rich. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. Do you hear a lot of people say things like that? That's their dream. I want to be very rich. Who have you seen that is very rich, that that was their dream, to be very rich? The world, let's check the people that are world richest men. Which of them was, was it their dream to just be world richest man? All of them you hear that they wanted to produce a certain thing. They wanted to serve in a certain way. That's what made them very rich. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. But most of the young people I see, that's their dream, to either be rich or to be popular. That's not a dream. Most of the people that are popular did not dream to be popular. Prosperity and popularity are things that come naturally as a consequence of having a genuine dream that serves other people. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. Your dream must be selfless. It can't be selfish. It can't be about you. It must be how you want to serve your world. So what is your dream? Not I want to be popular. I want to be rich. I never dreamt to be popular. Now, I knew I was going to be rich, but that was never my focus. You see, when you are overly obsessed with being rich, you will still last last. Because your dream never comes the way you expect and never comes when you expect. It's under law of dreams. Because it's not in your power. It never comes the way you... See Joseph's dream. If you had asked him, how the dream was going to come. Number one, he wouldn't know. And number two, even if he was going to guess, he wouldn't guess how it happened, that they will sell you, your brothers will sell you to be a slave. Then you will go and be a slave. Then the wife of the ogre will like you. Then you won't agree for her. She sends you DM, you didn't answer. You block her on Instagram. She tweets at you, you block her on Twitter. Then she now reports you that you, you, she now lied on you, then they now locked you in prison. I mean, what are the odds? Who writes? Nobody can write a script like that. Then even they lock you in prison. Then you now meet the king's prisoner. I mean the king's servant in the prison. Then you now interpret a dream for the king's servant. I mean, then the king now dream a dream. If you write down as a movie, everybody say, come on, go and sit down. Okay, we can hear movies, this one. But that was what happened. So the law of dreams is that it can never come the way you expect. It will never come, you know, when you expect. Those two things are God's sole uh, prerogative. It's totally up to God. I may not know how, may not know when, but he will do it again. Because he did for Joseph. I may not know how, 
May not know where. No key, no key, that song. Just leave him. There's no key. Nami hold the key there here. <laughs> There's only one key and it's in my pocket. You don't have the key. <laughs> Begin press key button and they go show it to the announcer. Sing. No, do like that. You know, a cappella, you can't miss it to a cappella. Is somebody going to something? Somebody. <laughs> yeah. You may not know how. We may not know when. But God will surely do it. He said, faithful is he that calleth you. He will do it. DJ, bring that up quickly. Thessalonians. Your own job is to hold on to that dream. Don't compromise on it. Don't give up on it. Don't change it just because things are changing. It must be a genuine dream in your heart. Look at it here. He said, faithful. That means reliable, dependable. Is the he that calleth you, who, who also will what? They're saying the person that gave you the dream, the person that called you to it, he is the one that will see it to pass, not you. So that's between your goal and your dream. So when God gives you that dream, because it's better when God gives you the dream, that's God inspires it in your heart. When I say God gives you, it doesn't mean he has to appear in white cloth and woo, no. Sometimes it can be like Joseph, you will sleep and see it in a dream. Some other times, it burns in your heart and you don't even know why. Some of the time you are just inspired by God. You know, and that dream, like I said, it will not be selfish. So it mustn't be about you starting a company. It mustn't be about you starting a church. It mustn't be about you starting your own organization. Because that's what young people think. So sometimes your dream might be to serve another person. You are going to fulfill your own dream under somebody else's assignment. That's the dream sometimes. There are many millionaires and billionaires working in Apple, working in Microsoft, working in other places. If it was in Nigeria, they would have started their own. That's what people like. People think, you know, I'm, if, for me to be great, I must own my own. It doesn't always work like that. It can be deserved. Hallelujah. So, let me read one last scripture. Ephesians 3.20, popular scripture. But I want a contemporary version. You must hold on to the dream. There are many rules to dreams. Unfortunately, I can't go into all of them, but there are principles you must follow. Dreams always come to pass if, if you follow the right principles. He said, now, to him that is able to carry out his purpose and do superabundantly more than all that we dare ask or think. Infinitely, no, I want some, this one is too much. Just something contemporary, not amplified. Just... good. I love, this. I love this. He said, God can do anything. He said, you know, far what more than you could ever what imagine or what guess or what request in your wildest dreams. I thought you would clap. You really didn't clap for this scripture. Your wildest dreams, guys. What are your wildest dreams? What are your wildest dreams? They say God is able to do it. Your wildest dreams. He said he does it not by pushing us around, but by walking what? Within us. His spirit deeply and gently within us. What are your dreams? What are your dreams? 
It must be about serving other people, remember? I'm not talking about you just dream that you want to be rich or you just dream that you want to be popular. I never dreamt to be popular. In fact, I was first frustrated by being popular. I didn't like it. When you are popular, it means you just can't do anything you like when you like it. Because people will always come and meet you. <laughs> you can't eat anywhere freely. <laughs> there's, so there's time I, I, I couldn't now go to... In fact, one, me and one of my friends had a serious fight over it. Because before, when I was not popular, me and him go to Buka to eat. I like to go to Buka to eat. I like Buka more than restaurant. Restaurant, they show you menu. Buka show you the food. <laughs> and you pick. They put that, put that, that one, that one. No, you're down. <laughs> I love Booker, man. The restaurant is just people they show you, say, we have this, we have this, we have this. But then they bring, and I know the what the look like. I know like all those kinds of things. But Booker, you are seeing the meat there. And you can choose, say, no, 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 give me this stew, give me this stew. You can pick the meat, the way you want. And they always have egg inside the stew. That egg in stew, eh? I'm telling you. Any stew we get egg is authentic. <laughs> I like to go there myself. But since I became popular, it became difficult to go there because once you go there, either people are looking at you or taking your picture or taking picture with you. So I had to stop going there. So my friend was angry. Why won't you go? I said, it's always embarrassing. You know, people are always looking at me. People are always thinking, so I don't feel free. He, he couldn't understand because he was not popular. He couldn't understand it. So he got angry. We, we, we fought over it all. Because he felt I was proud. So, I couldn't go to Muslim. So, I not thought, okay, even if I travel abroad, it would be easier. I can eat. I went to Dubai one time to a Nigerian restaurant. Same thing. People were gathering me to take, me, take pictures with me. Some people even wanted to cancel. <laughs> Say, cancel me. I said, I'm with the... I'm inside my mouth. I'm like, wait. Let me, I'm canceling this Amala now. First. So... I wasn't ready for the disturbance of popularity. I didn't like it. People recognized me everywhere. I was in traffic in the night one time in Benin. Night, oh. You know those Benin traffic those days that you'll be there for three or four hours? Night. Everywhere was dark. Somebody was calling my name inside from, from commercial bus. I said, how are you seeing me inside this dark? <laughs> so you can't just be yourself. You can't do anything you want to do. <laughs> I remember the story that Pastor Debo shared many years ago. You know, how that he was on the express road and in there to ease himself. So he parked his car, told his driver to park. He had to use the bush. So as he parked his car, entered the bush, everybody that was passing, they knew his car. So he said, ah, it's not Daddy Gio's car. This is Daddy's car. They park. I said, is anything wrong? He said, the driver said, no, we're okay. Can you go? They said, no, let's, where, where, is, where is Daddy Gio? Before he knew it, traffic had caused, everybody was even to come out from the bush. So for those people that are really popular, most of them, they face a lot of challenges to be popular. When you're popular, you can't price things anyhow you like. Everybody will be greeting you. Hey! They expect you to settle them for greeting. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So that can be your dream. Your dream can be, I want to be popular. And that's why a lot of young people today on social media, they are showing their breasts, showing their bum, twerking. Don't fall for that nonsense. When you're popular for the wrong reason, it's even worse. Because the internet never forgets. Your children will see those things one day. I see your mommy fooling herself. I know this young generation, their mouths, they don't have respect. Your dream should be about how you can serve Nigeria. How you can serve your generation. How, how can you make Nigeria better? 
We know Nigeria has many problems, but you, in your small way, how can you make Nigeria better? How can you, how can you put us on the world map? How can you put us on the world map? What can you do? If you can't serve directly, can you serve under somebody that is already serving and that will contribute all your gifts and talent to that bigger picture? But that's how you dream. Your dream must be about how you can serve. But you see, your purpose, your dream is not your purpose too. Because like I said, there are many um, rules to it, but I have to round up now. Your dream is not your purpose. Your purpose is what you are called to do. Your dream is how far you want it to go. Do you understand? So your, your purpose can be playing football. Your dream is you want to play in premiership. So there are two different things. Your purpose is what you do. Maybe you're an IT person. Maybe you're a builder. You're a real estate guy. That's your gift. or That's your purpose or your gift. Now, your dreams is how far do you want to take the real estate business? Do you want to own estates? Do you want to even own estates outside the country? That's how far you want to take it. And when it's a real dream, because we'll continue this from next week, when it's a real dream, you actually walk towards it. So this is what you do. When you see yourself, let's say, let me give, um, I'm looking for a good example to give. Let me say you see yourself as the world's best um, number seven in football. I don't know if ladies, people that don't watch football, we understand that. Eh? You understand? That's you now. But basically, um, okay, let me say you, you see yourself as the best um, photographer. You see yourself as the best photographer in Nigeria. That's your dream. However, you have to also see the person that is usually the best photographer, how skilled are they? So you will now start developing yourself to be that skilled. Do you understand? You say, oh, I want to be the best number seven. In Nigeria, number seven is usually a guy that crosses the balls. So, those days, how I many of you know Beckham? Beckham was one of the best number sevens in the world. But they say those days, after training, when everybody has gone, Beckham will stay and be practicing free kicks and be practicing crossing. You see, he had to first develop himself to be the person that would be in that dream. You see, the you now usually can't be the you that will be in that dream. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. With your skill now, with your, so if you want to say, I want to be the best chartered accountant. I want to be one of the best, I want to own one of the best accounting firms in Nigeria. Uh, part of what you do now is to start doing ICANN. You can now not have ICANN. And you say you see yourself. Because that's that what people do. Some people break the rules of dreaming. So that's why you think dreaming don't work. Dreaming works 101%. You saw the scripture. It works all the time. But you must know the rules that govern it and follow the rules. You can't say I want to be the best, um, I want to have the best accounting firm in the world. They say what qualification do you have? No qualification, just prayer. I'm a prayer warrior. You see, prayer is powerful, but that's not what, that's the only thing you need. So you need to now go and become that person first. Then other aspects that you can't control will start to happen. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. There are many parts you can't control. But the part, there are parts you can control. Your job is to do the parts you can control, and God will do the parts that only He can control. Did somebody get that? So, number one, go get a dream. And number two, you start working on it. We'll deal with more of it as we go on this week. But see, that's how you fight for your future. You must first even know what future that you see. Everything I've dreamt about, all of them have come to pass so far. All. And they are never about what are we own. 
what you will own and all this. If you have the greatest IT firm, the greatest accounting firm in Nigeria, you don't have to dream about getting a car. You will go and buy any car you want. But you see, young people are dreaming about the car they want to drive. That's not important. Dream about what you want to be doing. When you are doing the thing you are doing at the level you are supposed to be doing it, you will go and buy the car. You will go and live anywhere you want, the house you want to buy. I don't know if you are getting what I'm saying. You will be popular by default because everybody knows you. Oh, this is the guy that owns the largest accounting firm. You will be popular. But go and develop the skill. Go and develop the skill. Be that good. Hallelujah. I pray today for a baptism of dreams. Some of you, you, you had dreams before, but you've kind of let go of them. I pray that those dreams will be rekindled in the name of Jesus. You will stay through to your dream. You will not give up on your dream. And the God that we serve will bring those your wildest dreams to pass in the name of Jesus. Before I pray further, I want our heads to be bowed. If you are here today and you are not born again, please, I want to quickly lead you to Jesus. And you see, the same principle even works for the things you need in your life. Even though your dream should not be selfish, but you can also dream about how your marriage will be, even if you are single now. Dream about how your marriage will be. Dream about how, how peaceful your marriage will be. Even if your marriage is facing a challenge right now, don't be so consumed by the present. Dream about how great it's going to be. That's what kept Joseph happy. He was with prisoners and he was happy and they were sad because he knew that he would not end here that the god that called him will also do it hallelujah i want us to sing that song i sang earlier you may not know how father i pray for every person here that doesn't yet have a dream lord let them have encounters with you you are the god of dreams plant and inspire a dream inside everyone in the name of Jesus and Lord I pray for those dreams they will not die unfulfilled in the name of Jesus Nigeria will not be big enough to swallow the dreams of these young people thank you father whatever obstacle is standing on the path of our dreams tonight we decree they are removed in the name of Jesus. Any dreamer here experiencing delays, you've worked at this thing for a long time, it hasn't manifested. I decree today the power of delay is broken in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray because being a hater and being envious kills the dreams in everybody that is, being, that is carrying it. I pray for these ones. They will not hate other people because of their own dreams. They will not be envious of others in the name of Jesus. We will always rejoice with other people when their own dreams come to pass. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412 or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.